0: Retail nightmares. Retail nightmares. Retail
1: nightmares. Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co host Jessica Delisle, <laughs> and a uh, long time coming. Our guest this week is the famous, more famous than our podcast by (laughs) 1,000 million times, uh, extremely uh, prolific and talented man, an honor to have him in our presence, writer, comedian... (laughs) Charlie Damaris.
2: I just have to assume that most of that was sarcastic. No! no! No, that's very sweet. Thank you very much. Well, I got nervous when you started setting me up. as long time coming. Because I was like...
1: Uh, <laughs> I was yeah, like, well, yeah, I'm yeah. So sorry.
2: who told?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Word is. Yeah.
2: I was one of those like, late bloomers. Forever. Yeah, that just never had the yeah. too fast. Yeah. And went directly <laughs> from slow. the very beginning to too slow.
1: Dude, looking slow. Trying to look at the
3: clock. You're just yeah. really into sting. You're like, I thought this was cancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all know the r- rumors. Uh, yeah, long time coming. Yeah, yeah. Charlie Dimmer. Yeah, LTC. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh man! So Charlie, uh, <laughs> it is lovely to have you here this it's evening. It's lovely to be here. The, yes, this is a lovely place to record.
2: Yeah, are we allowed to describe the setting? I mean, I won't. Happens uh, all the time. Yes, sure. Put in any addresses or anything. And I mean, now uh, it's not that I have anything that I'd like to describe, but I, it's just quite. It's really lovely, and it's just well decorated. It's
3: charming. It is
2: very nice. And it's a small space that feels big, which is the dream.
3: Okay, I always worry that everyone's going to feel claustrophobic in here because it's only 417 square feet. It's pretty
1: cute because Jessica's also quite petite Mm -hmm. and her partner Jay, our, our wonderful editor is very tall but lean. Yeah. So they
3: don't really take up a ton of space. We're about one person combined. Right, yeah. Like one
1: <laughs> regular
3: person. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's really
2: nice. And I am just, you know, I, I spend a lot of time in the homes of... Other people who also have children now. Right. And so the idea of, like, an eclectically and delicately decorated space
0: <laughs> where
2: just anything goes is very, like... Yeah, when it's the carp is re- not actually exotic. just
1: pieces of Lego. Yeah. <laughs> and smushed in Cheerios <laughs> and, like, boogers and,
2: like... Josephine, my daughter, will she'll just pick a booger and then hand it over
1: to a
3: parent. And last
2: night she was watching a computer and... um
3: <laughs> My favorite show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: And uh she picked and then kind of turned to me, <laughs> leaned back, almost kind of a... I'm doing a eyes over the glasses thing. She doesn't wear glasses. But essentially that look hand, leans kind of towards me, realizes I'm not getting up from where I'm sitting, and then just kind of like... Puts it on the dining room table, and then decides she doesn't like it there, and just starts kind of (laughs) moving it away. It's um, she's
3: gonna be a sculptor. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, she's three now. She
2: is three now. Wow. Yeah, Yeah.
1: that's wild. It's really flown by for me.
2: Nobody gets older faster than other people's kids. Yes, your own kid. Like, also, it happens really fast. The crazy thing is, is, like, they're just, like, a baby for so long, and they're a different kind of baby, and now she's not Same. really a baby anymore. <laughs> like, she's a little kid. Yeah. And you'll see a picture of her, and, and you are like, that's a little kid, and, and she objects to being called a baby, and, like, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But other people's kids, it's mental. Like, how fast they get old.
3: Yeah. yeah. Jay's brother, who's one year older than him, yeah. uh, has three children under the age of 10 wow and we are a really bad aunt and uncle because when the youngest one turned two we thought he was turning one yeah like, oh. <laughs> and then they were like wait no he's like talking yeah one-year-olds don't talk like what just <laughs> see you guys like
1: whispering at the back of the party yeah. and the cake comes out it says two you're like we're holy like, shit yeah no
3: we actually you're like he's
2: really smart they're like no he isn't <laughs> he's
3: actually <laughs> got some problems yeah Please don't bring it up. No, he's great. I mean, amazing family. And they have visited here once because we were always like, we always go over to your house. Let's come. like, oh, invite you over yeah. here and we'll be the last time. This
2: isn't a three kids over. No. And
3: I tried. I thought I tried to no. kid proof no. it. They've got a long reach. Even though they're short, they can reach lots of stuff. Yeah. Plus, everything in here is so, so bright or shiny or sweet, sweet toy or animal We took shaped. Josephine
2: to go visit my dad and his husband, and it's just you're, – you're in a home that belongs to two 60-something gay men. There's nothing <laughs> for Weird children, try-wise. and it's just – little pick up a delicate like <laughs> there, it, it was it was hell because it's just basically like try and keep her in this area um, and she's like bored out of her mind um, but nobody gets older than other people's kids there's one exception to the two exceptions to the rule any kid born after your kid you just assume they're always an infant right and <laughs> any kid who was alive um, while you or your partner was pregnant so, like, we have a friend who, you know, they, they had their kid before us, and then I was like, uh, after Josephine was born, I was like, and how old's Augie? He's like four. And she was like, he's two. <laughs> uh, but because he existed before right. my child, he's, like, at the docks loading crates <laughs> in, my, in my mind. And, and uh, so those are the two exceptions. Otherwise, other people's kids, it's <laughs> wild how fast
3: they get old. Yeah, they're yeah. all like applying for pensions and, <laughs> and subsidizing housing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all I do all day. I'm sorry. It's just what comes out of my mind when I'm not thinking. I'm like, yeah, apply for uh, senior subsidized housing. That's a fun <laughs> joke. No, <laughs> it's real. It's my job.
1: So, Charlie, (laughs) Mm -hmm. we have had a little bit of an overlap in our retail history when you briefly worked on Granville Island at a tea shop. Yeah. Yeah, and that was nice because we were both in comedy, and I could see you make tea, and you're really good at talking to people, which is ideal in a retail setting.
2: I'm a little nervous to come on to the show because I've had a lot of nightmarish jobs, Yeah, but I've had very few retail jobs, and the retail jobs that I had generally – were the jobs that I most loved. So the job at the tea shop, it didn't pay great. Yeah. If it had paid well,
1: yeah.
2: I would have happily stayed at that job for the rest of my life. And totally. I, I mean it. And I would have um, like, just gone and done shows at night or written and then gone to the tea shop. I loved working at the tea shop. Well, so it's this just- is the Granville Island Tea Company, right? Yep.
3: Tea like, leaves in water. Like, you can't make a living off of that, can you?
2: That's what you would think. <laughs> so I, I'm trying to, like, navigate how to say this politely, because I'm not... No, I don't that mean place to makes money hand over they fist. They make the markup... So tea is unbelievable, because it's essentially grown by slaves. And then... It is insanely marked up at wholesale, and then it is insanely marked up yeah, at retail.
1: for $3 a cup yeah. for a teaspoon of tea. That's yeah. true. And
2: the bags of tea even. So like they would send us home. One of the great things about that job was they wanted us to be really knowledgeable about tea. They'd be like, yeah, take home you know, a bag of like – it was like we would take home bags of tea that we were selling for like $88 per what? 100 grams. And they would what? let us like take a bag of it home. Wow. These like dragon pearl tea oh, that yes. like unfurls the in the cup.
3: Jasmine flower thing. Oh
2: my god, and tastes like it's like now the best steeping for this one is the fifth steeping or whatever. Right. Like, and it it was like the smell of it was amazing. It was a really like sensual job. Like it was all about these like smells and <laughs> pores temperatures keep opening and up. pores. <laughs> yeah. and, um, and there was one day I was there and this couple came in and they had bought a tea, this pear tea in France. Right. And they were like, "Do you think you could like simulate this?" And I was like well i can do my fucking best (laughs) and i went and i like a little bit of this and a little bit and we didn't have any pear and it was like well but what if it's kind of like rose but also some apple and like like, trying to like triangulate what recreating this tea would taste like my
1: mom and dad speak french so i think i got this
2: yeah and they tasted it and they were like this is a, am- and I just like, I rode the high from that moment for, well, look at me. Still, I'm still, yeah. uh, uh, thrilled.
3: You're right. And yeah. <laughs> real hard right now. <laughs> yeah, real hard. Long
2: time coming. <laughs> um, and uh, so, um, yeah, we, uh, but it was also always nice because I got to see you there and that the tea shop is no longer set up so that people can sit and talk anymore.
1: There's a reason, I think.
2: Yeah. So because it was like, That was a real 80-20 rule of like 80% of the people who sat there were so sweet and you wanted nothing more than to be around them for your work shift. There was this guy who was like this – I think he was like a lawyer and I think he was high every time. Like he would basically (laughs) kind of come sit with a donut from Lee's Donuts and just smile.
1: He's always dressed beautifully.
2: Dressed beautifully. His name was Chris. He was so
3: kind. Okay, not my lawyer.
2: Yeah. (laughs) That's
3: all I needed to know.
2: And to spend an afternoon with that guy was an absolute treat. Then there were people.
1: I loved that guy. I used to eat my lunch with him.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Then there were people. You get some real woo people who come into tea situations. So they want to talk to you about very irritating
1: spiritual
2: (laughs) new age stuff. And then there was a guy, he was not fun to be around and he would sit and he was not pleasant to be around.
1: He has been banned from the tea shop.
2: That's what I've heard.
1: More than once for sexually harassing the people that work there.
2: Now we're straight up going to need Chris, the lawyer, to come (laughs) in and handle our case. But uh, yeah, not a pleasant guy. Not a pleasant guy uh, who we haven't named. Right. But who you could probably... Well, maybe we'll just have to scramble some of the uh, um, some of the details. That's if it. at some point in the podcast you know, hear my go like that, yeah. then you'll we'll know that <laughs> we went through and and uh, but yeah. So that was not a nightmare. So I still I'm still nightmareless.
1: No, that was I love that place. I still make a point to go down there once or twice a year and grab yeah. a lot of tea because I'm a huge fan of their rooibos, mm-hmm. their chocolate mint, and their vanilla almond. They've Ooh, got I've tried great it. matcha yeah and it's really good they have such beautiful fruit teas to make iced tea in the summer which i have yeah and uh very fond memories in fact some of my dear friends that i made in vancouver worked there so it was nice when you worked there.
2: It was like working in a, like a Fay bar,
0: <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, just
2: ideal for me. It had the feeling of like working class bonhomie of like a cheers, yeah. but <laughs> none of the uh, yick. Yeah.
3: Everyone was uh, like, give me a hibiscus. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it was
2: like people who were very excited about honey and uh, it, was a, it was a nice place to work. And I also just loved working at Granville Island. Every time I've ever worked a place you then hate that place. Like when I was 15, I worked at A&W and I was so excited to work at (laughs) A&W. I was working at the mall at Christmas and not only did it make me hate the mall, it made me hate Christmas. Like it was just, I hated it. And uh, Granville Island is this like, you know, magical place because it was pretty new. Like, Basically kinda of came into being around the same time as me. I think I was like probably three years old when born it at opened that. Yeah. Um You both,
3: created it. Your birth is what both
2: seeded by Pierre Trudeau. <laughs>
3: it's like yeah. uh the Dark Crystal. It's like the mystics and the Skeksis. they're connected. <laughs> One is pure evil ones.
2: Yeah, no, no only one. <laughs> only this is pure farmers market and pure, just guy who wants to eat a bunch of produce.
3: <laughs> um, no, I went there recently for Jay's birthday. I bought him a pie down there, and I live basically on the same street as Cranville yeah. Island. I don't think that's giving too much away. But I don't remember the last time. Depends I Depends on the listener. Into the <laughs> yeah. If
2: you're, well, they know the place is nice.
3: If I you're feel like intrepid it. Intrepid. Yeah, <laughs>
1: like between our Instagram accounts and weird things, someone could triangulate. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah
3: I know. I'm wearing I more closely. Love
1: Granville Island, and I worked there for six years. Whoa! And I don't have any bad feelings about it. Yeah. Uh, the definitely like retail nightmare things happen, but you know water under the gravel street bridge yeah beautiful Ooh. um then they the f- really came together nicely the food <laughs> and just never having to make my lunch was the greatest because yeah. you could find like a gorgeous salad or just maybe you wanted to scavenge it on the ground yeah or the seek <laughs> the seagulls were
2: except i was making like eleven dollars an hour yeah and at that point in time there was still a bookstore blackberry books was still on oh, yes. and so you were they like- selling your books um, Had no, your books come I, out yet? so I, they, my books came out the next year. Okay. But in between, like, buying books and then just buying your food, like, the, um, the take-home pay that I had was very paltry. Minus. Yeah. It was. Yeah. yeah. But I loved it. And, um, yeah, I'm genuinely convinced that if only I had paid more,
1: I would happily well, have A lot of people I know there. have gone back to work there, yeah. sort of in leaner times, mm-hmm. and they've always had that, like, kind of open-door policy for ex-employees, which is really nice. Because and-
2: they treated it like skilled work. Yeah, like, You'd go and learn, and they wanted you to be, like, essentially a sommelier for tea.
1: Artisanal tea man. Yeah.
2: (laughs) And, I mean, you should have seen those two frogs when I whipped up that (laughs) pear (laughs) tea. This uh, training was not wasted.
1: Did anyone ever recognize you?
2: One time I was handing out tea. Chai samples and Ooh, uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. They make beautiful it, it, chai at Granville Island. tea like, hey, yeah. yeah. you want visiting some
3: Vancouver. of the spice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. have um, a teaspoon. Yeah,
2: said so I got some over here for you. It's a little sweet, a little hot, and a little spicy. And then I've got some chai. <laughs> uh, and so I'm standing out there with a tray, and a guy comes up to me. He's like, "Didn't I see you at a, a debaters taping?" And I go, uh, "I said, yeah." And he and I think he was trying to be like nice and commiserate with me, but instead it just came off super contemptuously. But he goes, uh, uh, well, good to see it's working out." And I Whoa. was like, "Whoa, that so was judgmental, intense. yeah." Uh, <sighs> and but no, otherwise. I wasn't at a time in my life where I was super, like, getting recognized much. Not that I'm at that time <laughs> in my life now, but it happens more often than it did then.
1: I only had it happen a couple of times, and one of the times was very similar. People had just seen me perform at a club the night before. Yeah. And then – and they're just doing a spot. Like, yeah. i not like I'm a, a famous comedian, but they did make me feel like – you have to have a job and you do comedy well and I'm like, yeah, welcome to Canada. You're like, how much did you pay for your ticket? Was it $5? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, totally. Uh,
3: Yeah, do the math. (laughs) But even in the States, you would want to
2: say to them like, What what do you think that that paid last night when you saw me on stage for five minutes? Yeah, like did you think we all got two hundred and fifty bucks yesterday? Like,
3: yeah, and
2: and then we'll do it the next night. Another. So it's um,
3: uh,
2: (laughs) yeah. I guess it's also kind of sweet that idea of like people think you just like
3: that you're famous and like live some life of luxury. Yeah,
2: you should be buying the tea, man.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Should be sipping that. He, he buys you a shot never. of chai. Yeah. <laughs> he exactly. makes you drink it on stage. This one's on me. <laughs> when I went to I guess it was 2 weeks ago when I went to Granville Island for the first time and god knows how long. I used to go to before Arts Umbrella, before I was eligible for Arts Umbrella, I went to a place called The Painted Pony, which is in the kids only market. Oh. So I've been I did art classes there for almost probably 10 years.
2: So you went as a little kid, kids only. Kid. Were you little. afraid of the um, Pinocchio marionette, the papier-mâché No, I
3: Pinocchio loved everything the- there. Oh, okay. There was no scary thing. The only time I had a bad time there is one winter the little pond froze over right. and I walked on it and I fell in. Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. But then my mom bought me a new outfit huh, at that one of a real fancy little children fashion stores and it was crushed velvet with bell sleeves and little pearl buttons and it was like, I look so cool. (laughs) I basically looked like I could have been from, I don't know, like whole or biff naked or something (laughs) as a child, but I realized I'd been going there for so long and as a child, I thought it was such a magical wonderland. And I was obsessed with the crystal arc. I thought it was so cool. Yeah, yeah. It has a geodesic dome as part of the architecture. <laughs> and then I went back recently for the first time in years. And I, in like one fell swoop, I spent about $100 on jewelry, crystals, and a pie. And I was like, <laughs> if you could have asked me at the age I was when I first discovered Granville Island what I would buy when yeah. I was an adult. It was, It's exactly the same. I have not <laughs> changed at all. Just like, yeah, dessert, crystals, because now I'm like, yeah, I can spend $30 on a crystal. Whoa. And then I got earrings, a paper, yeah, shaped like puzzle pieces. That's really cool, buddy. Real sounds, on brand for yeah. me. <laughs> Love puzzles. Do you have a retail nightmare, Jessica?
1: I do. All and right. it happened on commercial drive what <laughs> nothing bad ever happens on commercial drive right charlie I,
3: <laughs> I disagree <laughs> it's one of those ones i'm really scraping the bottle of the barrel the, the bo- bottle the ball the ball <laughs> of the barrel listen i you
2: are the bell of the ball and you how many mocktails have you had barrel.
3: i've had two drinks and no dinner so we're off to a good start here we go uh, I've had
2: two dinners and no drinks. Oh. Just if we're keeping score. I didn't I had really have to.
3: End. Regurgitate into my mouth and will be even. <laughs>
1: Carbon neutral.
3: <laughs> that's how it works. Uh, I went to a pizza place on Commercial Drive. Christmas steak. Uh, Just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, they're plentiful, so no one will know the one I'm talking about. No, that's true. Uh, I was on my way to band practice, and band practice is always going to go bad if I got low blood sugar, mm. so I got to carb up. <laughs> These songs always make me cry. Uh, no, it's more just like, oh, why are you why are you jamming so much? Let's just play the song. Like, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> very funky. That's a high funky. class problem, man. Yeah, I'm not a funky lady. I don't jam, for the record. Uh, so I went and I grabbed... It's the type of place that they've got their vegetarian slices separate from their meat slices. So I just grabbed what I could of the vegetarian. It was dismal. And this is a chain that has been slowly... Like, I've been going there. I've been patronizing them for... Well, I'm patronizing them right now. Uh, <laughs>
2: Years. What delicious pizza. Yeah, oh my gosh.
3: What a fresh slice. It wasn't fresh, it was not fresh slice. What an Uncle fatty. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot, Uncle, if that's your real name. Uh no, it was none of the above or was it? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Uh there's no fresh slice. Oh, maybe. Yeah. There I, is a
2: fresh slice right next to the McDonald's. I just
3: ignore. Yeah. I I have blanders on cuz mm-hmm. I refuse to believe that's pizza. But anyway, I got a couple slices and the guy asked me as is the sort of natural tendency of the pizza worker when you get to buy the slice, do you want it heated up? Usually they just heat it up without asking you. Mhm. But he said, do you want to heat it heated up? And I said, uh, I don't know. Uh, like, how old is it? And he was like, I don't know. You tell me. What? <laughs> and I was like, was I, he flirting? He Over- was like a teen. Okay. Or like in his young 20s. He was wearing one of those t-shirts that's like a photo print. And I'm just like, is your body made of Instagram? Like, what's happening here? I don't understand. How is it? It's not silkscreen? Like, what happened? <laughs> Uh, It was like a photo print of like a like cool palm trees over L.A. or something. And I was just like, you work here. Like, shouldn't you know when this was made? And so I was wearing gloves because it was rainy and cold outside. And I had to take my gloves off and like touch, (laughs) (laughs) touch the pizza. And I was like, yeah, it's completely cold. I guess. Could you please heat it up? And he was sort of making me feel bad about the fact that I wanted warm pizza. And then he heated it up. And when he gave it back to me wasn't hot (laughs) which is weird because they have an oven with fire in it
2: well now we all do know
3: which one it is no that's not true (laughs) uh anyway worst slice of pizza two slices of pizza i've ever had in my life and i was with former guests Tom Whalen. Oh, hey, Tom. And uh, former guest Jay Arner. So they saw you touch pizza? Tom did. Jay waited in the car because I only had 10 cents to put in the meter. But <laughs> we were only there for three minutes. Anyway, that's probably why it didn't heat up enough. Anyway, we all three of us ate these slices, and by the time we got to our practice space, which is at like Hastings and Victoria, we were just like, That was the worst pizza I've ever had. And we were all just like really depressed, and we're like, Well, I guess it's time to rock out. Food has energy.
2: Bad pizza really does shake you up in a way that bad other things don't. Yeah.
3: Like if I had a bad sandwich, whatever. Yeah bad cinnamon bun yeah and whatever still had icing yeah at least there was sugar in it but yeah. bad pizza i was just like how do you fuck it up it's melted there's cheese there's something
2: eerie about it i had a dream once
3: <laughs> like and this would
2: be close to 20 years ago where i was like eating too much of this like cold but really bad pizza yeah. and i can still kind of imagine the taste and it <laughs> set me off days afterwards of like just this like oh that like skeeving this pizza in my mind you know when the cheese is like kind of like white and yes and it's like that it's not cooked
3: it's just sort of melted yeah it was real bad
2: a bad pizza will throw you the fuck off
1: i as a gluten-free person only have bad pizza to (laughs) choose from. from
2: slice to the end
1: I don't, I can't. Like, that no. would just be like a cross contamination nightmare. Oh. oh, yeah. But the, um, I, Panago's pretty Panago, good. I've like, yeah. only yeah. ever really had like, shout one out problem. to Panago. I fucking love but you guys. But it has to be, I finally figured it out. And like, a gluten free pizza, small, a meat, small pizza, it's like, it's not small, it's medium. <laughs> what? Where'd this go? Um, <laughs> it's $30 what? to have it delivered pretty much, including like tax and tip. And Panago offers all these really, I only order Panago when I'm starving and I can't get my shit together enough to make a meal. Um, so I'll always order something crazy like Philly cheesesteak whoa, good, or something. And then I found out that all those pizzas are terrible. But if I just get like a plain cheese with extra cheese and I've, extra sauce, it's ugh. really
3: good. I've just come around to the plain cheese pan ago. We ordered it the other night and I was it's like, totally why would I ever fuck this I'll up? I'll never the go back. Mwah, all those
1: fancy things make the gluten-free crust so much drier and
3: <laughs> worse. Just sucks the moisture out. <laughs> I miss yeah.
2: pizza so goddamn much. I can I can't, can't I don't have... have cheese anymore and I uh oh, do you vegan pizza? No, technically I'm allergic to cheese. Oh, no. Uh but also I'm avoiding like a bunch of different migraine triggers. As um, I got older my migraines started getting like just way and way worse and way and way easier to trigger. And uh <gasps> Anyway. Never mind. I, yeah, uh, just imagine me having a sharp take a breath, not getting super ready to tell a joke, then deciding not to. Um but uh I um visually it was great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it felt great.
2: Um oh man, do I miss a pizza.
1: No, oh, yeah, you miss a pizza. Uh, yeah,
2: I meant I like a pizza, but it did sound like I miss a pizza.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's things that that's one of the things that's really tough to when you have a lot of like food restrictions and I fall off the wagon like I shouldn't really order from Panago, but I do once in a while. But there's things that people just really, really miss and I'm a burger person. Oh, yeah. So like being able to have a good burger is really very difficult. Being able to watch Good Burger. Yeah.
3: My favorite film. Is it a film? It, you Oh, man. <laughs> Come on. My head went to the Marky
2: Mark show, but that's Wahlburgers. Oh, no. There's a movie. Which I've never seen. Good
3: Burger. Uh, Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. How may I help you? I've never seen it. Just saw the trailer a million times. Yeah, I think I've heard the trailer before. It's the
2: guy from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah, yeah.
1: Let's watch it. Yeah. (laughs) I have a retail nightmare that involves Charlie.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, right. (laughs) You said I always forget this, and I forgot about it. We were both warned
1: about this, (laughs) and we were still shocked. So when I worked on Granville Island, uh, something we all agree is a beautiful place and uh, landmark in Vancouver and lovely, Um, it was great to have Charlie... uh, full of rats. It's full of rats. There are a lot of rats. It's crazy. There's someone told me a, a hilarious story of their friend getting drunk and reaching out to touch the puppies. <gasps>
2: <laughs> oh, Jesus. That makes me want to throw up. <laughs> oh, no. Paul Bay told me about like, it just like in the rain there on the rocks, they just, once the water comes up, like they're just, it's like Camus. And he's <laughs> like watching all these people like. Sitting in the little like <laughs> blue parrot coffee shop or whatever it is, and they're like looking out at False Creek and how just beautiful. thinking how beautiful. It is. And if they look down like four degrees, they would just see this like moving carpet, undulating
1: undulate. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, it's yeah, it's pretty revolting.
1: It's pretty bad. The Granville Island has some wildlife too. Uh, keep a lookout for a because it may hurt you b it might be beautiful like you'll see seals there uh, yeah. and uh, sea lions Hear
2: seals yeah we went one night at, at nighttime my friend and i and there was this seal like snoring so on somebody's cool. boat wonderful it was really cute
1: and if you, there's the granville island ferries and often you'll see a seal i used to take the ferry to work when i lived in the west and and that's just a really a picturesque way to be delivered to a tourist nightmare every yeah. morning. Yeah. And there's ravens on the island that just kind of hang out, and they're oh. massive and huge. And then there's this ongoing thing. It's never happened to me in the, all the time that I worked on the island because nobody's taking my French fries. <laughs> but the seagulls are very aggressive. Yeah. And will take people's food, entire meals, no problem. And the seagulls are massive and aggressive. And yes. No and fear. gorgeous, too. Just yeah. beautiful birds, and they're such sh- shits. Yeah. And that brings me to my story. Um, <laughs> Charlie and I, I think at the same time, where I saw Charlie was taking out uh, garbage to the garbage or the recycling near my store, so I went outside to say hi. And we had been talking about something that was probably, I think, comedy-related and not related to tourist season on Granville Island. And we were really heating it up, and both of us can really get into it. Um, and uh, I then was shot on by a seagull (laughs) (laughs) because they had been waiting and waiting and waiting for us to leave the garbage can area so they could (laughs) get to eating And finally, I guess in their exasperation, just shadowed over me. With just
3: a courtesy. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's the bird version of, look, I'm going to say something. Like one two people be sitting could, over a check.
3: Oh, you're overreacting. Yeah. Like I felt like
1: in that moment like that was the energetic message I needed like, hey, get over yourself.
3: Go wash this off. I've seen so many people who have been shat on. Yeah. And the time that I worked there, it happened twice. And that was one of the times (laughs) Uh, like, or when a little kid will run into a a crowd of uh, pigeons and then they are just covered. Oh
1: God, oh That is something speckled. that really
3: bothers me, too, is what happened on Granville Island because there's
1: so many pigeons and so many seagulls that people would allow their children to torment them. Mm-hmm. And then I became this crazy person that would be like, don't let your child treat animals that way. <laughs> yeah,
2: And then the animals shit on you and, and you're like, like mm- ah, I'm
1: t- you're on your side. <laughs> yeah,
3: But they can't help themselves. They just that's the thing they do. Yeah. Comes Kids a- or birds? Both. That's true of both. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. Uh, but only one of them has a cloaca. So- so Clo- a cloaca <laughs> is
2: that what holds poop in
3: uh <laughs> no that's a sphincter
2: <laughs> what's a cloaca
3: a cloaca is a bird's genitals oh. which i don't know if you've noticed but birds pee and poo at the same time that's why it's it's why it's so
2: liquidy right yeah
3: and white i mean it's not ibs
2: <laughs> i pee and poo at the same can i a- <laughs> ask a question do you ever um go poop without also having a
1: little pee is that too personal? You know, it would be very rare.
2: I've never done it.
1: It'd be very rare. I'm sure that it's happened, but I can't.
3: But it's like it's like the um, prelude. Yeah, yeah, prelude you, to you, a you, kiss. He, <laughs> yeah, it always ends with a kiss, yeah. right?
1: <laughs> I kiss my forearm. Go. Nah. I kiss the toilet paper.
3: Thank you, oh, man. Um, yes, thank, thank you, you, sweet prince.
1: Thank you, toilet paper. <laughs> yeah no like they usually happen at the same time
2: yeah i mean not every time obviously yeah music <laughs> like, to pee. If, you pee, if you pee the same number of times as you um uh, uh, either way <laughs> that's not good like if you're a once okay but i pee. have a
1: question yeah now. yeah i'm sorry <laughs> well, i really this is way more the- personal yeah. though you really heard yeah.
2: this yeah
3: <laughs> that's what i heard
1: okay so if you have to pee and you have to poo If you pee standing up, do you then have to sit down and poo? Yeah. Or do you. This is my question also. Sit down for all of it.
2: Uh, Depends.
1: (laughs)
3: Depends. You wear depends. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You just do it all in the depends. (laughs) You set me up for that. Oh, man. I'm so
2: happy (laughs) to have just been a part of it. (laughs) Um, uh, boy it's rare that I get to experience like you know, just the joy of being in the audience when a fun thing happens um, yeah it, it depends it's, uh, it depends though because sometimes you uh, uh, it it's all a matter of how badly one or tother has to
1: happen. <laughs> tother. That's the new yeah. name for it. Tother. Yeah. No, will try it. Yeah. I'll never call it a poop again. I'll we'll call it a tother. <laughs> I got a tother. It's time to tether. The one other thing. Tether. Tether. <laughs> tether.
3: One or two. Tother. I got a tether. <laughs> Put the seat down halfway. <laughs> oh man. I'll just
1: Have you ever forgotten to take off your underpants and pee through them?
3: No. What?
1: <laughs> Well, like, definitely not with a penis. So that's not a thing that happens. <laughs> all right. Well, then, I don't like how we were all, like, on board when Charlie was talking about no, this No, no, no. But, I mean,
2: it's just – I mean, physically, you would never – I'll tell you what I have done is, like, um, <laughs> you, like – you like leano like I'll forget that I'm pe- like if I'm looking at my phone or something like that. Well, sometimes, rarely, rarely. Um, Are you uh, kidding
3: me? Every time that's like every time I text you, I'm peeing <laughs> <laughs> every time.
2: But to pee and text as a man is a tougher thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh (laughs) you both reacted to that as though i was like sharing like a gender gender oppression no like like women can't vote in this country and men can't pee in
3: this country
2: like like, we all have issues (laughs) like
3: just get over it
2: i uh we're no longer in this phase of like uh but you know a few months ago josephine was really in the like who's got penises who's got vulvas and like do you have this or do you have and then
3: it's a fun time yeah
2: it's so much because like you know i'm peeing and she kind of like turns and looks at (laughs) at me and then she goes uh the first time she she goes is that your vulva there
3: She is so cool. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. You have the coolest child. <laughs> and God. then I said, no, you know,
2: Dad, uh, Daddy has a penis. And then we, you know, there was a whole phase of, like, she'd, like, name, like, who in her life she thought had a penis and who she thought <laughs> had a vulva. And then that's, I, I that's remember – <laughs> Yeah. And then one time uh, I started peeing and she looked at me and she said – Uh, and this is like how honest the guy i am she goes wow daddy you got a big penis and i went no it's and then i caught myself but i literally was about to say like kid you're gonna see other penises and and most of them are gonna be way bigger than this like (laughs) but then i remembered oh no like one of the things you're allowed to be as a dad is somebody who has a big (laughs) <laughs> big penis. Like I in
3: What is that a thing? Well,
2: like mentally I think of my dad as having a huge penis. Okay. Because
3: because was the first penis you I saw do too. In adult? You think of my dad as having yeah. a big yeah. penis. Yeah. Me and no, dad. like
2: because you see <laughs> so your dad's penis. And I mean maybe it's not the same for girls because you don't have a comparison. But yeah. you're like, here's my tiny penis. There's my dad's yeah, big totally. hairy penis. So you think that I'm sure if I saw my dad's penis today well, one, I would tell him to stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I'm here uh, for dinner. But, yeah. But if I saw my dad's penis today, it would probably look pretty regular sized. Yeah. But seeing it as like, whatever, a four-year-old,
3: I was like, that's, yeah, well, of course. Wow, yeah. how can I but, even aspire to that? But yeah. penises are like ears and noses. Like, they never stop growing, right? <laughs> Well,
2: I mean, they're like ears and noses in the sec that they'll they'll fill with liquid, fill
3: and, and, um,
2: and gorge, and then shrink back down.
3: You've got some um, weird allergies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
2: no, um, <laughs> um, uh, no. In answer to your question, they're not like that.
3: Well, all I know about uh, <laughs> this is such a weird topic. <laughs> But I, I had a, a teacher in elementary school who – I came from like a sort of experimental Montessori school. We're like, about
2: to find out how experimental.
3: Very creative. It, it shaped me. Uh, I – if <laughs> – If they could see you today. If they could see me today, I still
2: – Did you shake hands with the grown-ups yes. in your school? Yeah. Yeah.
3: And they called them by the their first name about Montessori. Morning and afternoon when we would leave, we would yeah. shake hands.
2: I was a crossing guard at a at a Montessori school for oh, nice. a couple of weeks.
3: Nice.
2: Lots of handshakes. Oh yeah,
3: <laughs> very formal but also first name, yeah. not Mrs. so and so. Uh, shout out to Dana, my teacher from uh, grade four to six. Cool lady. Taught me about a weird bunch of stuff. But one of the things was we uh, the class was having a discussion about favorite movies and E.T. came up
0: mm-hmm.
3: and she said to us, don't you know that E.T. is just a metaphor for daddy's penis? What? And we were all like, oh, wait. We- our brains can't understand what you're trying... Like, we knew what metaphor meant because we had just done a poetry yeah. section. Uh, but we made a poetry zine. <laughs> yeah. We were all about zines. We were super cool. We were making mixtape zines, drawing on our kids. That's yeah. cool, right? Uh, and th- that just still in my mind whenever I think of E.T. I'm like daddy's penis
2: but in what way is E.T. a metaphor
3: I for don't daddy's think so. penis it's weird
2: because you die at the same time
3: because there's no dad <laughs> it there yeah. it gets really white and you sick. get
2: sick and it, like you see a girl at school and it drops milk
1: you put in you put a Reese's Pieces in it you hide it amongst all
3: your stuffed animals
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, men in no. suits
3: come to take it away
2: <laughs> I don't feel that this metaphor holds up
3: well, at all she wasn't spot on with all of her analyses of pop culture i don't think but still in my mind <laughs> i mean so far it, zero yeah no no is
2: a metaphor for dad's penis you know dad's penis is like <laughs> kind of building an intricate communication system
3: you know how there's a glowing finger attached yeah. to it that can heal you yeah I no mean, now it makes more finger, sense but... yep i'm on board with uh dana
1: yeah. <laughs> so dana dana, dana. What up, Dana? So, Charlie, big question all mm-hmm. the listeners are waiting for. Yeah. What's your favorite grape? Ah, what's your favorite
0: grape? Ah, what's your
3: favorite grape? your favorite grape?
2: Favorite grape. And so this is uh, <laughs> like varietal or because I would say Some my people... favorite kind of grape is just frozen. Oh, yeah. Any form of grape, but frozen. I do love and I rarely ever do it. But um, it's so easy too, but it, and it's so easy. You know
1: who would like that? Joji.
2: She loves them. She yeah. loved frozen grapes. Yeah, she went through a whole big frozen grape phase. I I dig them. There's something about what it does to the sugars in it. Enzymes or something. Yeah, it's all enzymes. DNA. Yeah. <laughs> I can taste the DNA. And I th- would say that in a non-frozen situation, I prefer green grapes. But in a frozen situation, I, I like red grapes. Nice, more mm-hmm. flavor. Yeah. I'm not a huge purple grape fan.
1: Not a f- purple nurple fan. <laughs> no.
2: D-NERP. Do kids still purple nurple? Gosh, I hope not. You'll I feel out. like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But did girls get purple nurple?
1: Yeah.
3: Oh, wow. Uh, my yeah. my. I thought it we was. We also uh,
1: did a thing called caught you napping where another girl would h- hit your chest as hard as they could. Caught you, weren't, you
3: napping? not you weren't
1: covering them, protecting them.
3: Napping, yeah, so like you, could, you, were you were slacking,
1: asleep from
3: protecting your body from assaults. You assault. always have Jesus. to be covering your breasts. yeah, at all times. Watch out over there. Um, uh, I'm, I'm snoozing over <laughs> here. This is like a full siesta happening. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hello. <laughs> so the other question that's on everybody's mind. <laughs>
0: Last time you used a microwave.
1: When was the last time you used a microwave?
2: Well, I had to thaw some grapes. Oh. <laughs> recently. <laughs> uh, no, you know what? I tried to. This is the only bit I really kind of tried to prepare.
3: <laughs> Good.
2: I I genuinely don't know when the last time I used a microwave.
1: Whoa, was. you're my kind of guy. I
2: have had people microwave things for like so at my aunt and uncles they'll use like a microwave to make the broccoli or whatever but we <laughs> what? did um, for sure
1: this is something my mom would
2: you do can too. Make
3: broccoli. I think you
2: can kind of steam broccoli yeah pretty do you quick. have to put yeah. it in one
3: of those weird like metal plastic no, bags no the glass the glass there's Just some sort of
2: container, like, uh, container. <laughs> <laughs> um, I said that the right way, and okay, you, heard. Uh, you heard it the right <laughs> <way. Yeah. laughs> oh, my, That's my broccoli container. <laughs> uh, I, it, it, one of those things, and then I think you put a little bit of water in, okay. and <laughs> what the microwave does to the water steams the... But we did... Years ago, we had a microwave. It was my aunt's old microwave. It was, like, pretty old, and someone told us if you put a – it's probably totally apocryphal, but if you put a cell phone in the microwave and close it –
1: You can talk to God.
2: You can talk to God, and he'll tell you what the exact right amount of time to keep that bag of popcorn is. Um, uh, You put the cell phone in the microwave. If you can phone it, then there's a leak in your because microwaves can get in and out that that. theoretically it should and i have
1: there's some science zero
2: clue if that's accurate in any way i'll
1: never research it so i believe it to be true so
2: uh, we did it and it was like (laughs) the reception was better
1: like
0: (laughs) it was
2: it so uh, like it started ringing before we dialed so (laughs) we threw away our microwave and like you said on the episode with warren about like space you don't have, I mean, it takes up a shit ton of space yeah. unless you live in one of
1: those like... I couldn't have one in my kitchen. No, yeah. I mean, some I'd people have, have it
2: built into the everything. wallery. Uh, but wallery. I, uh, yeah. But, so I can't, um I literally can't remember the last time.
1: Yeah. I what mean, you?
2: isn't that something? It
1: is really something. Somebody- now ask
2: me the last time I watched television. Also can't remember. What? But... That's because I have short term and long term memory
1: loss. <laughs> you
0: um, love
2: TV. I, no, I watched the TV yesterday.
1: Yeah, I, uh, yeah no, I, I watched TV, TV today, and I've been extremely busy. But it, it's the first thing TV I do in the morning. And
2: microwave—they're the only two appliances that people brag about not having. Yeah, yeah, that's so I true.
1: Have, um, it's television. really challenging for me to connect with people who don't watch television because all of my downtime is spent watching television. Yeah. That if uh, really, I can only get to reading a book once I've watched a few hours of television.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Because that's like to calm your brain down. It's Like, okay, and give book, me some of these yeah. white and Book black learning is better for sure. Symbols. I
1: don't know that it is. Like,
3: I'm not learning when I'm watching television. We're speaking Like, I'll to... occasionally watch a documentary. <laughs> a published author. Sometimes... Two published authors here. Yeah. <laughs> well... Sometimes you... You're both like, TV's the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> I do yeah. love
1: TV, especially... Like, I love excellent television and terrible television and everything in between I'm not interested in.
3: Well, imagine being me where all I love is Star Trek. Like, yeah. <laughs> imagine I mean, how narrow my world view neat. is.
2: No, I never got into Star Trek and I always felt like it. that's one of the few things that I didn't like it and knew from the word go that that was my deficiency, that I wasn't interested. <laughs> like, it wasn't one of those things where I'm like, nerd. It was like, I can tell this is pretty cool, but I just can't find my way into it bad television i can't watch yeah and i can't I watch no 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 i don't think but I, I, really do, I don't find you know when people like they enjoy like just a trashy i don't enjoy it like if it's not if something's not well put together
3: mm-hmm. i get mad that's like, me if if someone's like oh let's go see this movie in the theater it's supposed to be terrible and i'm like i don't want to give money no to that Are production, you guys making fun of me, then they they're gonna <laughs> yeah, make a second one, yeah. and then it always happens. Like, great, now they yeah, like made, Sex and the City, Sex and the City. They've too. made eight Fast and the Furious movies, and it's like, well, how much of that were people being like, oh, it's so ironic. Let's go watch it in the theater on opening night, and it's like, well, congratulations. And then we'll go
2: vote for Donald Trump as a joke. Yeah. on the way home, it's uh, well, they'll have to do. They're doing Fast and the Furious eight. They're doing Fate, like F eight. Yeah, and then they'll probably do one with nine, where it's like fine,
1: (laughs) (laughs) and then they'll end it. And then they'll do ten, but it'll be (laughs) (laughs) ten, right, guys? Yeah. Finally, Uh, when I say that, I like bad television. Like, I love a TLC show about parents setting up their kids. Yeah. Oh really? Stuff like that. But so is that, that like, Married by
3: Mom and Dad. Married by Ninety mom and Day dad. Fiance is excellent. I imagine like little kids, when you said kids, I imagine like <laughs> parents being like, I want my son to like date. An arranged right? marriage. Yes. And uh his kindergarten crush is gonna be who i Well, I, I can choose. see that you guys
1: don't want to learn about this great show called Ninety Day Fiance. <laughs> so let's go on to the last segment. The most important segment some people may, may say the, the I say. The, yeah. Jessica the boss <laughs> says. If you don't say it's important, I'm gonna hurt you. Um,
3: <laughs> I never.
1: Did. Yeah, you twist my arm when no one's
3: looking. You're so obsessed with arm twisting. <laughs> yeah. You talk about <laughs> it all the time.
1: Uh, puppo of the week. Puppo of the week. Charlie, who's your puppo of the
2: week? Oh, my puppo of the week. Yeah. <laughs> like a dog.
1: No, like anybody, anything. Oh, anything, anything or anybody.
3: Puppo. It's a positive. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Cute. It's a fun which, there's
1: no anti pepo fun, 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 flirty, flirty fancy-free. Could be. Fancy.
3: <laughs> you know, I cuz I, I have I've been quite happy this week.
2: Oh. Which is an an odd feeling. Oh. And I'm not trying to be It cute. is a crazy feeling. It is feeling. really an odd feeling yeah. for me. And first I thought it was maybe this codeine that I've taken.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and but I haven't taken it today. Right. And I still feel quite
1: Could it be the sunshine? Well, I but today Could it be wasn't the lollipops?
2: Sunny. The lollipop. This
1: is a it rainbow. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind
2: of everything. That's wonderful. Um, <laughs> I my puppo of the week. I mean, like cuteness wise, when you have a three year old, yeah, a, a three year old is like you've got a counterfeit money making machine of, but the currency is <laughs> cuteness. Like yeah. just everything she does and says. It's maximum cuteness at all times. <laughs> at no point does it get old. At no point is it not hilarious. Would be even
1: better if she had a lisp.
2: She does kind of. She yeah. has that little kid. Though so oh, she man. often says nothing, and something. Like she'll ask for something, and if you say, "Do you want this?" she'll go nothing, but like angrily. <laughs> but she says she pronounces them nothing Amazing. and something. With a P. <laughs>
1: so cute. Um, kind of British. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Or she'll say, um, like, if she wants to pick the book for, that we're going to read at night, she says, pitch. She says, let <laughs> me pitch the book.
3: <laughs> and so it's like, oh. You're in, like, a network meeting. Um, you need to connect her with your publisher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: So there's just, like, cuteness wise, anytime I leave the home, it's always a step down. And we just keep, like, Kara and I, Kara is my wife, and we just, we keep looking at each other because you keep – you would think at a point it's going to get old. Like <laughs> you hear it every day. You're tired. You're whatever. But it's never not hilarious. So
1: that can be your pupo. Is that a pupo? Oh, That's a, pup-o? That is yeah, a okay. great pupo. Okay, good. Yeah.
2: I made my own popo in life.
1: Yeah, you did. <laughs> With body stuff.
2: B A W D Y.
3: Yeah, body stuff. <laughs> Jessica, who's your popo? Uh, well, it's taken 30 years. Yeah. But I finally befriended some crows. You did it. <gasps> I fucking did it. It was tough. It's taken so much rejection. It's like I am the the girl who just doesn't get it. Who I'm like the nerd saying like hi to the jocks. So and container. broccoli container. broccoli. guys, yeah. I, I hear that broccoli is good for your muscles. Do so you want to just rub it on your hot bodies while you cool down? Uh that's me with crows for sure. Yeah. When I was probably it started when I was in high school, probably 14 or so, I decided that I was never hungry at lunch cuz my mom just gave me the weird My mom was on a diet to be fair. Oh
2: okay.
0: My mom
3: did weight watchers and so we only had like the most low calorie food lot of in rice the house. cake lunches. But she still wanted to eat like high carb things, but it would be like a low fat bagel. And so I'd just be like, Oh, cardboard with low fat mm. cream cheese on it. And so I would just feed it to crows, which I know you're not supposed to do now. <laughs> I've learned it's a
2: totally different point system. for Yeah.
3: Crows. Yeah. No, they're, they're on a different diet. <laughs> yeah. They're on the Ducan diet. They're like very French. <laughs> um, but so every time I see a crow, I like try and say the same thing every time. So I'm like, maybe they'll learn that yeah. I am the friendly girl. Uh, <sighs> And now I'm a woman, so (laughs) obviously that didn't work. But we've been feeding Stellar's Jays and Chickadees and squirrels and everything on our balcony because we're sad people. (laughs) And now the crows have finally caught on. And when I wake up in the morning and I open the blinds, they will fly down and be real coy about it. We're not at the point where they're, you know, eating out of my hand or anything. We don't have a connect situation going on here yet. Fingers crossed it'll happen, but they're going to get rid of the other animals.
1: And, um, uh,
2: wouldn't a crow-eating on your hand be like, a, like so a, scary. A, a portent of death?
0: Yeah, like,
1: <laughs>
2: probably. <laughs> I'm trying to even imagine it in a wholesome I way. i got a
3: little bit of a goth streak. Yeah, I would <laughs> say a lot of a goth
2: streak. Anyone describing like, when I open
3: the window in the morning. <laughs> the raisins. The, the blackness <laughs> eclipses <Descends>. the sun. <laughs> no. uh, I wish. No, uh, and it's more... <laughs> I'm too, I don't know, kinetic for them because they they will come only <laughs> uh, <laughs> if I'm not watching them. <laughs> that sounds even better. But because Jay is at home all day, uh, he'll put out peanuts for them. And, and he's
2: then, got a bird name, so they're yeah. yeah,
3: into it. Yep. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's like if the Stellars are into Jay, then... Mm-hmm. They're they're both Jays. I never realized that. That's was so mm-hmm. nice. Um anyway, they come all over our balcony. <laughs> it's real messy. Anyway, uh photos to come. <laughs> I need to something come. Good Lord. <laughs> uh anyway, crows are our friends, and there's at least three of them, and I've heard that it I've heard from Google that you need more than three to have a murder. Okay. So, so you're getting you're just building. I'm hoping for murder here. Mm-hmm. You will regret this. I will. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ooh,
3: who's your pepo?
1: Hank's my pepo. Nice. Uh, he's lost a bunch of teeth this week, and they're huge, and it's so surprising to him when they fall out. Last night, he lost one when he's playing with his leash. He's doing a little tug-of-war thing that pups do, and then he cried out, and I, I checked quickly to see like what had happened, because he doesn't normally make noises like that, mm-hmm. and a tooth fell out into my hand.
2: <gasps> Is it a baby tooth? Like, yeah. Do dogs have that? Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, That's pretty teed. cute
1: and then so one fell out on saturday night and he is a dog so he's like probably smells great to him and he wants to eat it and he's a very bright animal so Mm. he watched where i put it and then tried to steal it back (laughs) and uh same thing happened tonight with when he was playing with a new toy and he's having a great time and then all of a sudden he just spit out a tooth into my hand (laughs) And so I said, thank you. And then he's like, where? No, he's like, don't go away with that. That's mine. I'm going to eat it. So I have to like hide it from him. And uh, anyways, he's great. And he's so sweet. And I hate leaving him.
2: He's a great dog. So I'm very allergic to cats and pretty allergic to dogs. Uh, and have always loved dogs and have had been completely indifferent to cats like it never bothered me that i was allergic to cats except that i like couldn't go over to certain people's houses yeah and stuff like that. super but allergic. dogs i love them and they come up and they want to play and i can't really touch them unless yeah. i go like wash my hands right away and so it's you you get, all dogs think i'm aloof but <laughs> they're the few breeds of which hank is a one
1: yeah <laughs> um
2: anyway that's the kind of sentence you'll put together when you're a published dog. <laughs> uh, and he was like uh i just love being able to like fully return the affections oh, of a dog so it's a really nice thing
1: that's he's nice. Uh, i read this book that i can't stop thinking but i like to read it again but i loaned my copy to john clark uh graham's dad um <laughs> and it's called the inside of a dog and it's written by an animal she's a cycle psych- she has a site psych- like a master's of psychology and she specializes animal behavior mm. and she teaches at nyu i believe it's a beautiful book about how to let a dog be as much of a dog as you can while you have them instead of like trying to get them to be this way or that way. Mm-hmm. And one of the things she recommended was to take the dog on smell walks. So oh, nice. just let the dog go out and have all of these experiences um, where like Hank will just smell a certain area for, you know, a lot of time. But it's so enriching for him. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't really matter that I'm like, I need to get 10,000 steps in here, dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And the other thing is to like lay down on the floor, mimic his moves. Like so in the morning when he stretches, he's really slow to wake up and he does a lot of like yoga stretches. And of Mm. course, it's crazy cute. And also, I'm always like, come on, like we got to go for a walk to do it at the same time with him. And they just love it. They're like, no, you're down here and we're doing stretches. Or when I get home from work or if I've been home away on a trip, I let him out of his crate uh, and then lay on the floor. And then that is the best Aww. because he's like dog freak
3: out. When yeah. He's
1: like, down hello. And like, he can smell my hair, smell my ears and like decide where I've been. And he makes all these great noises and it's a really wiggle your teeth.
3: <laughs> he's like,
1: is this See one loose? Potential anything,
3: anything I can eat in here? <laughs>
1: they do that because I didn't know that mother dogs regurgitate for oh, puppies. And dear. that's why dogs lick your face. I did not know. that. They're saying, like, oh, do you have off. any food for me? Wow. But it's, a, it's an affection
3: thing. Dogs are I love dogs so much but they're fucked up they're real gross <laughs> because we've sort of normalized their behavior like through that's
1: the thing is that we make up a story for why they're doing it but yeah. it's a real story they' they' that's a like a very primal thing mm-hmm. that they would do with their mother so if they that's a very affectionate thing. But they're not giving kisses in the way that we yeah. think of kisses. They're like, "Do you have some food for me?" Which well, is how, how the is whole relationship than, with a dog.
2: Like, I mean, that's how I think of kisses. Yeah, that's
3: yeah. why I kiss anyone. <laughs>
1: yeah, same. I'm yeah. Like
3: anything left over, yeah. any scraps. <laughs>
1: yeah, some popcorn maybe in molars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that book is really beautiful, and it kind of <laughs> says like, "Hey, like the stories we make up about dogs is limiting to them and their experiences." And. I'll set up little hunts for him around the house. So when he's That's so cute, so he's like, his brain is working and it's okay. stimulating for him. That's great. What's the book called? The inside of a dog the
2: inside of a dog. It's beautiful. It's from a, it's from the Groucho Marx quote.
1: Yes. Nice. Um, so I highly recommend that book and it's very funny cause people keep, uh, Hank is very much the, he's a very dominant, uh, personality And that's something that uh, was expected when I adopted him, that he was going to be a big personality. And people were like, oh, uh, well, you are the boss. And I'm like, we're kind of co-creating something here (laughs) because he does, he is very much like a dominant personality. So I have to work with that in a way that is not destructive. Mm -hmm. And uh, this guy today, like, was mansplaining how to do dog stuff. He wasn't really mansplaining. He was like, you're the boss. You don't forget. And I'm like, I don't. All I need to do is teach this dog not to bite, not to jump up, and to walk on a leash, and he's going to be fine. I think
2: of you guys as like Hank and Larry from the Larry Sanders show.
1: <laughs> where he's
2: really more of a, not just a sidekick, but a friend. <laughs>
1: totally. Aww.
2: And he gives you the old, hey now. Every time you <laughs> lay down on the ground.
1: Well, this has been a delight, Charlie. I Thank hope you that you, you will come me. back. Anytime. Really, a joy from beginning to end, unlike some people on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that is so not true, everyone. has been great. Um, Charlie, you have some great books The Prescription Errors. Both Jessica and I have read that. You have a new book that came out. Did you want to do a quick plug?
2: Sure. It's called The Dad Dialogues, and it's a book of correspondence between me and George Bowering, who is at the time of writing an 80-year-old poet. And um, We're talking about fatherhood sort of across generations. It's written kind of in real time over the course of my daughter's first year. But one of the things I'm very excited about right now, um, and may I announce sure, this? Sure, yeah. This is very exciting because I am starting a humor imprint with um arsenal pulp press who are a publisher who i've published with before they published um the dad dialogues they also published my book vancouver special and i'm going to be um publishing a humor book with them through an imprint called robin's egg which is named after my mother robin speaking of bird names (laughs) Uh, and we i get to choose an author And every fall, we'll publish uh, a book from them that they write and I edit. And I've got my first three uh, authors lined up for 2017, 2018, and 2019. We have announced one of them publicly. um, That is Ebony Rosen, who is a terrifically hilarious former Picnic Face founding member and school TV writer and hilarious improviser and stand-up comedian, and uh, she has a book coming out this fall called What I Think Happened, An Under-Researched uh, History of the Western World. <laughs> uh, I have a um, an author for the second year in 2018 who I'm very excited about, and I will hold off on announcing who he is because I would like him to be conscious of the first uh, you know, public announcement, but my... 2019 author is none other than Alicia Tobin. That's me. And I'm very excited about that. Something
1: to live for. Yeah. I know, (laughs) but just two more years. Yeah.
2: And the only, if kids, other people's kids get old fast, book. (laughs) <laughs> Publishing dates come even faster than that. Uh, so I am, I am very, very excited Thanks, to Charlie, um, me. work with you on that book and that you will be able to have a retail dream in the fall of 2019 when you purchase Ms. Alicia Tobin's book, My Dog, How Its Insides
1: <laughs> Are With
2: Me. Um we're still working on the title. That's the working title but I, I, I would say there's a 98% chance that we go to shelf with that book. For sure. Go to shelf is not an industry term.
1: <laughs> and said I said for sure, <laughs> because I don't know what it,
2: it really sounds like yeah. what you think people in like a publishing office would say like we go to shelf in 3 months and we still don't have <laughs> an index. But it's not a term.
3: The index is the toughest thing yeah to yeah. Man. Yeah. Long That's time very coming. exciting. So, mm-hmm.
1: Charlie, if people want to follow you on Twitter, what's your. I handle? wouldn't recommend it. You're great on Twitter. At,
2: oh, thank you. I'm at, at Charlie Demers. C H A R L I E D E M E R S.
1: Do you have a website?
2: No. No. Who does? <laughs> I have a Twitter and a. Facebook.
1: And you have an Instagram. I do have an Instagram. Lots of sexy selfies.
2: Yeah, some sexy selfies. Um, my Instagram is all uh, mustache progress and my child. Those <laughs> are the only two things that I take photos That's of. That's
3: worth it. I really like your well, your Instagram you. feed. The Jessica? in a nutshell. Anything? <laughs> yeah,
2: it's a pretty daddish <laughs> yeah, thing.
3: Child and mustache. Uh, I'm biased. My dad always had a mustache. My um, dad
2: shaved his mustache when I was in my 20s and I like... It still breaks my heart. Yeah, I my never. dad looked great with a mustache. It was just so. My uncle yeah. shaved his mustache, and it's like, okay, well, you like empirically, you look better without yeah. a mustache. Yeah, my happens. dad looked so great with a mustache. So you gotta handsome.
1: convince him to bring it back. I
2: know, but those guys they don't want to grow gray or white mm. hair.
1: Yeah, because if look. you're pale, I think so. But he's just not. like you have a, like some sort of texture issue underneath your nose. <laughs>
3: well, if it's wispy, I guess. Yeah. Uh, what's, what's up for me? Uh, yeah, we're playing Record Store Day, which I think is April 21st at Neptune. Uh...
0: What? Sorry no I just remember yeah. one other thing can yeah, I yeah, can yeah. I
2: encourage people to come to the comedy mix I'll be headlining the weekend of april twentieth twenty first and twenty oh, we'll second yeah. and I'll be recording a comedy album
3: oh that's my God.
1: amazing yeah, that's yeah. So exciting yeah. wonderful
3: congratulations so come see us playing the day and then go to the exactly and uh we'll we'll be like your opening act and then you'll have a few hours to go <laughs> and then you go yeah. and nap you can get drunk pass out then show up. You're going to be revitalized. Have a coconut water <laughs> yeah. and get ready to go. Yeah, perfect. Alicia? Oh,
1: gosh. Uh, I think on the 15th, which is a Saturday, I'm doing a brunch comedy show at Lido. Ooh. Awesome. Uh, and that's it. What's up with eggs? <laughs> yeah. Is it just
3: all going to be pickled What's eggs? What's ga- Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs>
1: I'm here to crack eggs and jokes. Good night. <laughs> yeah, 1 you PM. got it. You nailed it. Uh and then I think I'm taking a little bit of a break from that. I say that, but then some a friend of mine's like, Can you do my show? And I immediately say yes, even though I don't want to do anything.
3: Well everyone listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Leave Alicia alone. <laughs> she needs to hang out with Hank. Thank you uh, to Charlie. Thank you. Yeah. This is a lot of fun. I uh,
1: Definitely, if you live in Vancouver or you want to make the trip, seeing Charlie uh, headline is incredible. If you want to see Jessica perform, you better. Uh, so that's coming up on April 21st. If you want me to sleep for a million years, <laughs> uh, vote yes. Um, <laughs> thank you so much to all of our listeners. If you like our podcast, you can give us a good rating on iTunes. Okay, bye. Bye.
2: Bye.